Hello, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in to Season 2, Episode 4. Yes. Uh, episode 4 right wow, now, yes. Uh, thanks very much. Uh, my name's Brandon Curry. I'm Jeff Collins. Josh Bond. And Trevor Lindy. Um, so we um, has a couple great guests over the last couple of episodes, which is great. So, But we, we, we have something that I wanted to kind of get our listeners in uh, up to speed of what's happening right now, just with us personally. Um, so we, as a lot of our listeners know, we, we do refer each other quite a bit. And, um, but we also use each other quite a bit um, for our own personal stuff as well. Um, more of a heads, heads up, Bondo. You're going to get into getting something your way pretty okay. soon. So, <laughs> I was uh, figuring, where's the segue yeah, previous, coming? <laughs> uh, previous, um, uh, previous episodes, you've heard Jeff make facetious comments about getting your parquet flooring done and uh, yeah. making sure you're updating your, your places in order to sell. Well, that was more towards me. Um, I have a rental property. Had a, I've had a rental property for about 10 years. Um, and great tenants now, they've just decided to, to sell. And quite frankly, I'm ready just to cash in and just get, you know, get out of the market. Um, Congratulations. Oh, thank you. So uh, <laughs> I, hire, I hired on Jeff. Right. Well, we haven't signed any papers yet. I'm hoping. Well, no, you're, you're hired. That, and <laughs> and because uh, yeah, Jeff's like not a paperwork kind of a guy. Um, so Jeff, we, we looked through, mm-hmm. and you did an initial analysis for my wife and I. So go. What what did you base that analysis on? And go. Well, and it, you, was the, and it was the touch. current market, and I think we did it before Christmas too. You right? did, but no, you did, you redid it though. Yeah, we yeah. Re, we redid it. Well, yeah, the, the initial the initial analysis, and this is important when you're. When you're selling a house, it's it's what current CMA is or comparative market analysis. So if you did it four months ago, guess what? Especially in Niagara, it, it changes on a week-to-week basis. Yeah. So I was doing a, a tour the other day, and uh, well, we do a caravan tour in uh, in Welland right now, headed by Joe Gonzalez. Great tour. Um, but it's got all the brokerages coming together to look at properties and previewing them. And we try to give feedback on the pricing. It's very helpful because really in this business, the most important part is pricing the house. And I'd say the second most important part is preparing. Which is, which is just goes to show yeah. you that you're professionals. And well, you're, I, like to, I like to think I am. And, and the second most important is, is house preparation, which we're going to get to after I, I go off on this tangent like I always do. But we're going through, and one of the agents made a comment to me and said, well, what's your price? What's your house price in this right away? And I said, well, I didn't do my research on it. So, well, you should know you're a professional. Like, well, I don't search every house, every house price yeah. in every market in all of Niagara all the time. So if you want to be up to date, you have to go look at the current listings, solds, expired, suspended, all that, and you, and you slot it in there where it should land. And, you know, so when we did yours initially, I think we were at 205 to 215. The initial, is what you thought. Yeah, you said, we you thought said, that that's where they went for about, and, and the typical ones. In the in condo the, building, I have a condo. Yeah, and it, it, you could call this condo building parquet flooring condos because every single unit <laughs> in there had parquet flooring. That that has been since the, the building was built. Yeah, Full disclosure, it, my cottage has parquet flooring. Well, and that's like a <laughs> 1980s kind of look for it, right? Yeah. But it's not just parquet that's new, and I don't think they even have new parquet flooring. I, I don't think that even exists anymore. No. It's, it's almost like the plaid of the hardwood flooring. Yeah, and uh, the problem is it was a very faded one, right? So my rule of thumb is, and, and when Trevor went through this recently too when I sold his property, when you're selling a house, you get top dollar when it's moving ready. You get multiple bidders. I, I, I'd almost could call it a 95-5 rule. Okay, that's the way I operate. 95% of buyers want moving ready, 5% will look for the deals. When I go shopping for people I want to go buy, I look for that 5% because I can save people money. Because if they go to buy your house and we listed your condo at 220, $220,000, and it needed new flooring, 
what do you think? And, and you know the flooring because you've gone through it. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. if you went to um, uh, average buyer and you said you want to put new hardwood flooring, for example, and you're I'd looking at- I'd immediately think five, so five, seven grand. Five to eight, ten. Eight, five, yeah, five, five to ten five grand. Five to ten grand, depending on how thick Depending on what I wanted, yeah. yeah. And the surface area. Right? And so if people are buying Including it, install, because I, I don't know how sure. hammer works, so- Well, most people install it and they do it wrong, and it's one of my pet peeves. You go look at it and- they, they make it almost symmetrical on the, on the laminate flooring and it all lines up the, uh, the little connection pieces, the transitions yeah. for it. And it's just an improper way to do it. And if you're a good agent, you walk through, you know, or, or you're an inspector, you'll say, well, they did it themselves. They clearly didn't know what they're doing, you know. They still use quarter round or shoe mold. You learned about shoe mold a little while ago. Mm -hmm. It's a more modern finish for, for the flooring. And so anyways, we walked through the, the house and it was very dated parquet flooring. Yep. It was very run down, you know, had traffic areas and all that. And I'm like, Brandon, like, and, and Brandon, to be honest, was was awesome to work with. He was open minded. He said, "You're the pro. You tell me what." Literally, I, I didn't didn't even I, care. He said, nope. Whatever you tell me, how much you're gonna do, whatever. I don't care. Just you know, I don't want to do anything. To take care of it. It's perfect. That's that's the client I want. Yep. I said, and we had we had your flooring guy in Carlos. Yep. He came there too. Carlos DeSantis. And and this where it was interesting. This is a guy selling flooring. Love him. You know, great product. And he said, I wouldn't bother doing it. And I said, Brandon, all due respect. I completely disagree. You gotta, you gotta get rid of it. And Carlo was basically doing that. He's, he's trying to he, save He's a, money, he's a buddy know? of mine, yeah. and he's also a buddy of all of ours. And and he's not a pushy guy. No. He's just, he was just more like, ah, well, I mean, it's you're just offloading it anyway, right? Yeah. He's like, you don't really have to. But in, in my mind, the thirty five hundred dollars approximately we put in for the flooring, more than that would have been taken off in negotiations in most cases. Mm -hmm. Now. There's a certain price point that we readjusted to the new market where it's going to be listed at, and we raised it. I'd say, getting some work done, maybe twenty thousand dollars from it. We haven't sold it yet, you know, but I'm pretty confident we're going to get in the right price point for it. But we went through, and I said, "Look, Brandon, you're probably looking at about five thousand dollars worth of it." And we had to update some other things too. And when you look through a house in that price point, first off, there's nothing on the market below three hundred thousand that's even reasonable. You know, it's just it's it's usually garbage or it's something that's under seven hundred square feet, which we know you can't get mortgages on that easily. Uh, harder condos out there they're a lot harder Definitely to get it done. requires good solid credit and it, stuff if like that at but detached houses for example you need foundation issues furnace ac roof windows all that stuff condos are nice because there's less less risk for the buyer right because the condo corporation's taken up a lot of that sure. and uh so in this case we had to de-1990s the house and, and i mentioned that to you before you did so we're walking through parquet florence gotta go you know here's a price thirty five hundred dollars and i said okay you also had slab doors on all the bedrooms yep if you go through someone's house, you see slab doors on it. And what I mean by that is just a flat door with no impressions on it or anything like that, not a six panel, 800 series door. It just screams 1990s because nobody has that since then. So then people start questioning, well, how old, is this, how old is this condo? And they're looking at all that stuff. And then you have the ivory colored, they almost look like they're nicotine stained outlets and, yep. and switches, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they have these little ones like we actually have in this Royal Page thing, which it's weird saying it right now because that's dated right there. But you have a thicker kind of, uh, um, um, switch for it you know so i said look brandon let's just get rid of all that and put white there to match the white trim and brandon wanted on top of that you know good for him he wanted to paint all the trim too i said well the return on investment is not so much because that's a higher price point to, to paint that but i said you know we should cock along the top of the trim yeah. okay and if you're a builder up. i'm a builder now you know a finishing touch is to cock all the trim and all that cock the crown mold and, and do pain. all that stuff it's, if you can't do cock and don't even think about pain. it because you know oh. it's, it's it's the worst job and that's one of the worst things you see when people trying to get thumbprints everywhere yep. and big fat blobs. And it's, you get a pro do that, it makes a big difference. So we changed the doors, we painted the doors, we changed the electrical outlets, we cocked that. He also had a previous tenant that had a grease fire more or less on the ceiling, yep. and he couldn't figure out how to to get rid of that grease look for it. And you know, 
when you're selling the house, there's a grease fire right up there, and you're, oh my God, these people are dirtbags that live here and all that. It was the previous tenant, so it had nothing to do against your current tenants. Yep, no. Nope. And he just didn't understand how to, to fix it. And, you know, painter people, you hire a pro painter, especially when you do what I do, like I'm building houses now, and I have a lot of contacts, and they're after the, the builds for the main jobs. I say, well, you want to work with me, then I need the little jobs done too. You know, it's yep. the, the, the hand is going to feed the But this is the also, too, this also drives home the fact, and I mean, I'm not. I mean, I obviously refer Jeff as a realtor, but this, we, we had, you know, one of your um, owners in uh, a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. And Ryan. And basically, it was, uh, we chatted about dealing with a professional because this is what the professional brings to the table. And I literally, and I joke, I don't know how a bloody hammer works. I'm just not <laughs> that kind of a guy. But I truly believe in, in what you do because I saw what you did with Trevor's uh, uh the advice you gave Trevor and what you did. That, that was me actually swinging the hammer though. Just so you know, yeah. I didn't cut myself I, with it. Like you. It's not the style you and me do. No, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, else yeah, good, good for you. Yeah. You almost lost your marriage because of it. Yeah. No, I'm joking. Yeah. Hey, come on now. Who yeah. says that? That wasn't the case at all. He went to Hawaii right after. Yeah, he went to Hawaii. Yeah, though, to yeah, make exactly. That that's because he, he did well. Yeah, yeah he did yeah. well. Yeah. He made good profit. But no, but you know, just those types of that that level of insight and then afterwards carlo actually called me up and we're going to have him on we're going to have him on the podcast when Talking i parquet flooring well yeah and we're going to update everybody <laughs> on so st- everyone stay tuned because i'm going to update everyone on what we got it for it. and what we sold it for and what, what he did because i literally you know carlo goes he's like damn he's like he, he actually knows what he's talking about this is like it's really really good not that he doubted you before yeah. but yeah. you know what i mean he's like He's he's pretty switched on. He convinced me to sell you the flooring when he's like, I didn't. Well, and you got to be confident in what you're doing and how you're explaining to people. And if you're wishy-washy about it, you know, there's 100%. the door. No one's going to like it. But the interesting part will be the results of this because it's going to be pushing boundaries on price for this particular so, unit and on the square footage is smaller than the higher price. But I'm going to get it. And I and I I'm telling you, and book I, it. And I'm going to get it. And I deal I deal with Jeff and and I and I know a lot of your colleagues that are out there that are from different brokerages. Mm-hmm. And the, you guys are all in the same echelon of, mm-hmm. of great realtors because I literally just said, I, I don't know a caulking guy. I don't know. A, I know a couple painters. I don't know. Like, I didn't realize caulking was an actual that just that alone was a, the trade. Yeah, that, is, it, is that a trade? I don't <laughs> no. know. Like I said, I don't know. Well, Fin- really, there could be, though, because like, be. yeah. we're a caulking specialist. Finishing. Yeah, finishing carpenter. And literally, to Jeff's credit, he's like, don't worry, I got everybody. You want me to use the people that I know? Just And then that's kind of like how I work. With, well, Brendan's like, like uh, you got the 16th and the 17th to get all that work done. And all on top of that, you got to change the toilet. <laughs> and, and he, okay, done. <laughs> he did. He did, got it all done on the weekend that my tenants were out and gone. Yeah. So they were all done and dusted. So it was phenomenal. And when they came back, they were impressed too. They right? texted me saying, "Well, this looks really good." Now they they have since decided they bought a home. That's that, I heard that was, they backed out of the deal and they want to keep the condo now. Yeah. Oh, really? No. <laughs> so I hope not. Let's initially, you're, you're did assessing. you tell them about your buddy lawyer when they went and bought a house? I did, uh, <laughs> but I don't know. They had someone else, I guess. I'm not too sure. So uh, well, initial assessment. If you look at the numbers now, two ten, two twenty in that ballpark. We thought for the building, and we did right? Forty four hundred dollars, I think, about in in, yep. in renovations, or we're going to raise that up to two forty nine, so and we're going to make every single person in that condo money because we're going to raise the price on that. Right. So you're basically turning around, and uh, well, Sally McGar is going to thank you because <laughs> well, sure, she, you know, she, she will. Well, she has a couple but, of condos. Yeah. But the difference is when someone goes into your unit, 
there's absolutely nothing you need to do in that property. The flooring's good. You did the kitchen ahead of time. Yep. New vanity in the bathroom. You know, it's 12 by 12 tile, which is, is, is not the best in the world. But you know what? It's a stylish looking tile that matches the floor and the colors flow all the way through. And it's, it's, it's a two bedroom for around, you know, around a thousand square feet. Good luck finding a move-in ready place like that in anywhere in St. Catharines right now. I'll give you 215 for it. No. <laughs> you talk to me. Uh, you talk to me. We'll talk about but it. But yeah, so you're so we were gonna list it for about two nineteen, eight fifty, and yeah. you thought you were gonna get We're gonna take a shot in the two tens we we two tens, two fifteen. And actually we'd... you were ecstatic about that price. I was. when you bought it and I said no. Because well, no, no. I bought it ten years ago. Let's push it. and, and cheaper. I you know. Well, I don't care. I don't mind to tell you. Yeah, I bought, bought, bought in the and, high 90s. It, really, it, it's kind of 10 the, years ago. the property brothers rule. If you ever watch that show out Absolutely. there, they go in there and they say, well, this is dated. This is garbage. This, this is not what they're going to like. The problem is when a realtor is going in there to assess the price of the house, a lot of times they're they're you know very leery of upsetting the client because they want to secure that listing. And then once they get that, you know, it's usually a, it's a standard six month listing. That's what most people do. Brandon just, you know, won't take that long to do it and sell it. But that's what most people ask for. And if you secure that listing and it doesn't sell, the course of action typically is a price drop and then another price drop and then another price drop. And you see agents do that all the time. And the reason they're price dropping is because there's certain things that people are walking through and saying, that's parquet flooring. I need to, that's 10 grand. I don't know who does it. Who, who do I get to do it? How am I not going to get ripped off? Spoon feed people, right? Spoon feed. You know, you got a honey-do list when you're buying it. Say a husband or wife goes to buy the house, and the wife likes the area, likes the look. You know, maybe doesn't like that. The honey, the husband's kind of not to be sexist or anything like that or yeah. modern or whatever. But they're saying, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do this, I got to do that. You know, I got to put in $15,000. And someone could easily have looked at your house and said, changing the toilet, painting that, doing all the trim, changing the doors, doing all the stuff, ten, fifteen thousand, $15,000 I got to do. And they're like, well, I'll just look for something else. But someone walks in there, you got that first week of a listing. It's new. It's sexy. Everything's done. I could live in here for the next 10 years. I don't have to worry about anything or rent it out later on. I'm going to take this sucker. It's a yeah. turnkey operation for me. Yep. And they will pay a premium on it. Great. So it's interesting to see what happened. Uh, Trevor, yeah. want to chime in there? Yeah, how, did, how did it work for you when we did yours? I, we talked about it before. Again, same, uh, same type of idea where you came in, looked at the house and said, you know what, based on the current state of affair being the, the junk pile that it was, um, well, literally. Did you have your appliance uh, stolen out of there on the, uh, the closing uh, your dad's moved out? Uh, yeah, a couple, yeah, a couple <laughs> days yeah. before they had to vacate, they stole the, the fridge and the dishwasher. But anyways, that, that being aside, you know, you assess how the house would be now at that point when you went in. And then from there it was look at, you know, I would do flooring. I would do this. I would do that. Paint, Up, paint's a huge yeah, thing. Yeah. Paint, uh, update the kitchen. Uh, what was it? Kitchen, bathroom and flooring throughout was basically what you said. And yeah, throughout. obviously kitchen and bathroom is your biggest return, which Brendan had most of that done. He just needed the, the, I don't know what you call it, sugar coating around or the, the edge touches. Work. Yeah, the yeah. Final touches really flooring. I think is a big thing. And the worst thing when people have a house and you see a lot of people flipping houses, and I don't know what they do. They must look for every sale on flooring because they have seven kinds of flooring in the house. And, and you bring people through and they're like, what the hell is going on here? Like, did yeah. they own a flooring company? <laughs> yeah. they, they buy it at garage sales? Yeah. You know, when I build houses, we have a limit of three different kinds of flooring. That's it. So we do tile. It's tiled the same in the foyer, the bathrooms, the kitchen. Sure. Hardwood floor, throw it throughout. And maybe we put some carpet downstairs or a vinyl laminate click. But when you got seven kinds of flooring, people are like, you know, you can just see it in their eyes. They're like, yeah, the cool confidence enough. is just eroded because the buyer's going to try to make it all flow through. Once again, Property Brothers, if you see them flip a house, they want to tie everything together. They want the flow, same colors all the way through, same trim, same outlets and all that stuff, you know? 
sexy it up, and boom, it sells yeah. for a sexy price, period. And you know well, what? you got to know what to do. you gotta, you got to be able to tell people what to do. I was going to say, when it comes down to it, the looking for those deals, it's easy enough to find them, right? It's just take the time. You know, I ended up finding my tile at Costco. If you didn't know, Costco's, Costco's a great a place, place a to be buying the tile. For entry level flipping stuff. If you want to do some good stuff, go see Carlos. He's yeah. Oh, of, of course. Right. But you know what? Like, and, and it, having those contacts definitely helps for the, the overall situation when it comes and, to, and, and know the to having size, to finish. 12 by 24, not 12 by 12. It just, you know, it, it, that, that's non-existent yeah. in today's market. Maybe it comes back in a little while. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's 20 by 20. It doesn't yeah. matter. The reason I bring up, you know, Costco and Rona and Lowe's and those places, not not to take away from Carlo's business, but the reality is when, versus that person that's going and doing the garage sale shopping and picking, you know, hey, let's do this, let's do that. Like I've got 10 boxes of extra, uh, uh, 10 boxes of extra flooring for renovating my basement right now. It's like, I'm going to put it up on Kijiji. I can't return it to the store because yeah. it was... Uh, um, it was uh, end of life for it. Yeah, it was it was uh, closeout pricing. So I got 10 extra boxes and that'll be something that somebody would probably put into their home and when they're flipping. Yeah, really yeah. to sum it all up and, and kind of wrap it up, I think you just need a professional who's confident to look in the eyes and say, no, you got to do this and, and don't be nervous about, if you're nervous about losing the listing and all that, you know, then you got to work up your confidence a little bit better. But you should know what do buyers want, what's going to help certain, what's return on investment, you know. And will this get sold? And really, it all starts with a good CMA to, to know what the market is out there. And we've, we've talked about the market, so we're pushing the envelope, but I'm confident we'll get pretty darn close to it. If I, You know, you never want to set the bar too high. Sure. But prepare it for market. Get it ready for market. Make it look good. You don't have to drop a millions of dollars on it. You nope. know, just ask me, for example. Just call me, period, and then you'll get it done, right? Simple. But, but you know, find out what to do it and the people that can do it for you. And then, you know, we'll check back in and see what the results are. We'll check back in. Everyone Whether or not I'm still on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Welcome. like Trevor this episode. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> Do you? Hey, that's, that's so, okay. Well, thanks <laughs> nothing to, wrong with uh, that. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. That's uh, Please tune in for... We'll, results, we'll, yeah. We're going to update you, and then also we're going to update... Uh, we're going to bring back in... Uh, we'll bring Dave, the buyer in. We'll Dave, bring the buyer in and oh do a God, podcast. Oh, God, that would be awkward. <laughs> yeah, Dave, no, Dave, thank you. Dave Tutenberg uh, from DJV to talk about capital gains. So this will be... Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll have a couple of episodes on it because then now I'm going to educate everyone on a live example of how capital gains works. Yeah, and then we'll bring in you the, the, you doing the paperwork and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then bring in Carlo and what he looks for and yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, all that, styles and yeah. Perfect. Cool. Lots to come. Okay, right. great. Thanks very much, everyone. Help us help you stay informed. Take Ciao. care. Bye. Out. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. 
Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. Hey, 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 hey. Produced by Crier Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.